shaking and moving some of you fell off but a lot of you are shaking and moving and moving into a whole new different direction and that's what it's all about you know it's about creativity and doing what we got to do in order to make it as a podcaster so nice to see you guys and welcome back and I've been telling you guys that I have something new in store for you that I was going to start showing you my beautiful face and so you can really put a picture with the voice so Model E is back and let's go ahead and have some conversations. All right, so let's go ahead and get to it. Now, I know I've been missing for a while and normally I don't be missing for that long, but it been a reason for that, okay? So, you know, I've been trying to get myself together and just enjoying life at the same time, but also getting my life together. And when I say that, I mean for health reasons. You know, we started a pandemic last year in March and quite frankly, you know, we are still going through that pandemic. And yes, we do have a, a vaccine right now. And I'm hoping that it will work. You know, I'm hoping that it will at least slow down the process and possibly be over. Now, do I know if it's going to be fully over? Probably not, but at least we will get back to a little bit of normalcy. And a little bit of normalcy is changing up our norm, making it our new norm. That's what I meant by a little bit of normalcy. <laughs> you know, a lot of us has been out here complaining and I really think a lot of us has also came to the realization that 
we have to change some things in our lives. You know, we have this whole new world out here and we got to make it work for us. So with me, having been taking some time off, it was so many things, you know, that have happened to me. Um, you know, my family and I, we have became a homeowner. Big ups, big ups to myself. You know, we've been working so hard towards this goal. And even though, you know, we're going through a pandemic, we were able to make it work. Now, I must say, going through this pandemic has changed the outlook on life. You know, for me, it has made me realize that there were some things that I have to do different. And it also opened my eyes to new things, you know. So with that going on, you know, owning a home and everything, it was very stressful, very stressful. And it actually was kind of stressful to the point where I didn't realize how stressful it was. You know, um, working from home, you know, uh, the kids are at home, they're not in school, still not in school, we're still doing virtual. And um, husband at home, you know, it's just everybody's at home. And I tell you what, I'm glad we really love each other up in here because it can get very hard with not being able to go outside in the environment the way that we want to. But now things are becoming a little better. Things are opening up. We're able to move around. So therefore, you know, we can like breathe a little bit more. And I'm hoping that you are feeling the same as well. So with that, going through the whole pandemic and everything, I kind of been going through some health issues. And it's not nothing that was very detrimental. Um, it's, it's, it's different for me because I've never experienced before. But I've never made this public. I've never told anyone, maybe about one of my friends that I told about. But I had actually developed some anxiety and hypertension. Hypertension, a.k.a. blood pressure. Now, buying that house did cause a little bit of that with dealing with, you know, our builder and, you know, the type of lender that we had, just all the things that we had to go through to get into this home, but we made it and everything is fine. You know, our stress level is at a very low risk <laughs> right now, if I must say, we, we done real good. And so, um, it kind of took a toll on me and I didn't even know about it. So I knew anxiety is real. I know stress is real, but you really don't know what it is until it really happens to you. And so I kept, you know, I, I went to the doctor one day and my blood pressure was high. And we know, and a lot of people, you know, we go through this right here, we go to the doctor and they say our blood pressure is high, but in reality, what's high to them is not really high, you know, it's not life-threatening, but they make it seem like it's life-threatening. So I've never had any problems with my high blood pressure since having my last kid. And my last kid is five years old now. So at the end of my term, matter of fact, the last three final appointments, my blood pressure went a little raised. And so they told me, they say, you know what? If you continue to come in here with high blood pressure, then you're gonna go and have to have this baby. So I went to my final appointment and they was like, um, Ms. Jones, 
you're gonna have this baby today because your blood pressure is too high. I'm looking like, what? <laughs> I'm not prepared. I only came here for a checkup. I'm not ready to have no baby today. So luckily my husband was with me that day. And so when they came and they brought the wheelchair, I just knew that it was over. I knew that I was about to have this baby. I wasn't gonna go back home. I'm just gonna say goodbye to everything because I'm not leaving out of this hospital. And so it happened. So I had this baby and um, funny thing is, I didn't got any blood pressure medication. You know, I didn't got any blood pressure medication. I didn't have gestational diabetes or anything like that. It was just a little elevated. And thinking back today with all that was going on and what's going on now, I came to the conclusion that I have the white coat syndrome. And the white coat syndrome is every time you go to the doctor, your anxiety raises up and your blood pressure rises. Well, lucky for me, my bottle number never goes past 82. And they want your 80 is normal. 80 and above, 80 and lower is normal. So I really wasn't at a high risk, but it took a while for me to, you know, keep going to the doctor and to agree with the doctors finally to say, okay, let me go and try a little bit of medication because, you know, also my, my pulse rate, you know, was always high all the time. So, you know, of course they're going to put it in a perspective of let's go ahead and give you something and it doesn't have to be long term. Let's go ahead and try it out. So in the back of my mind, I say, you know what, you're right. It's going to be permanent. It's not going to be permanent. It's going to be very temporarily because I'm a person who is very natural. I don't like to take any medications, anything foreign that got to go on my body. I'm not feeling it. Model E is not feeling it. So one day I said, you know what? Let me take something real light. So I made sure, you know, I did my research. I asked questions and I said, hey, doc, I don't want anything that's too much of a prescription base. I kind of want to stay on the low end of the scale. So she said, okay, I have three options for you. So we tried one of those options. <sighs> did that option work? She said, well, it will be good for your pulse. It will, you know, help you open up so that, you know, your blood can flow good and, you know, create that good pressure. And also it will help with anxiety. And so um, I agree took the medication and started off as every other day taking the medication. It was a, a kind of fairly low dosage. It wasn't anything high. And I took that medication for a week. And after I took that medication, I just felt worse than I've ever felt in my life. I never went through anything like that. I, first of all, I didn't have any suicidal thoughts or anything like that. I'm not that type of person, you know, I'm that just not going to get in my mind. No, I'm not going to do that. Never been a suicidal type of person or never thought about hurting anybody. It's just, it felt like it had me in a very low place and I didn't like that place. And so I was only taking that medication for one week and I just started to feel, you know, very lightheaded. I was dizzy all the time. Um, I felt like, you know, I had like heart palpitations, you know, 
I was my, my heart was just racing all the time and I just had like all these little like crazy feelings in my head and my head was constantly hurting you know I had a lot of tension and I'm like I don't like this so I actually passed out yes I've never told anyone this but I've actually passed out luckily my husband was home and he heard me fell and so that's when you know he took me to the hospital because he actually got me up and he took me to the hospital it was quick you know I was breathing and everything and he was able to get me up and so I went to the hospital and everything and the ER doctors you know they said immediately stop taking that medication because a lot of people and especially a lot of women can't tolerate you know I'm little you know I'm 135 36 pounds and plus I'm a person who don't take any medication like if I have a headache I will sit and let that headache throb until I'm about to die and then I will probably take some Tylenol that's the type of person I am I'm more of a natural let it heal itself so you know I stayed in there or whatever for a couple hours and of course they you know charged me an exuberant amount oh my god so much money just to go to the er you know it's, it's crazy in the u.s how much money they charge just to get some you know some some doctor's care and so i stopped taking that medication and i made an appointment with my doctor and i didn't got another appointment for like two weeks so i wasn't on any medication for two weeks so you know i tried to do a lot of self-healing and with the help of my family and my husband y'all look let me tell you if y'all you got a good man out there appreciate him applaud him because I applaud mine my husband really helped me a lot with having to go to the doctor going to the emergency room not being able to move around like how he wanted to move around because he wanted to make sure that I was safe and that I was comfortable I appreciate that about him and I will forever love him for that so husband if you were looking at this I appreciate you and I love you <laughs> so after that two weeks has passed I went to the doctor again and the doctor said okay well that didn't work for you let's try something else at this point I'm like I'm ready to give up I don't want to try anything I don't like these side effects I'm not used to this I just don't want to take anything so i thought about my health my family and i said you know what i owe it to them i owe it to myself to do another chance so i tried another different type of medication so we got that medication which was a, a much lower dosage we started off as taking it every other day for a week and then went to taking it every day so i've been on that medication for about five to six weeks okay pretty good Still had a little bit of the headaches, um, still was very lightheaded, still was dizzy. So come to realize I had to drink a lot of water because that medication, it kind of, it takes all the, the salt out of your body. So you have to retain water. So I started drinking a lot of water and guys, I haven't drank that much water as if I was pregnant having a baby. And ladies, you know that if you're pregnant, they tell you to drink a lot of water. I, I didn't even drink that amount of water ever since I was pregnant, you know. So I'm in here, I'm drinking water, like bottles after bottles, and then I decided to buy me this. 
to buy this big jug right here. This is a half a gallon jug. And I drink this every day and maybe something else. And so it really helps a lot. So it, you know, was helping me from my headaches and feeling lightheaded all the time. So it took about five weeks for all that stuff to get out of my system, you know, to not feeling lightheaded, not being dizzy, or, you know, feeling like I'm going to faint or certain side effects that you may get, you know, like on your left arm, your arm leg, you know, you start tingling and stuff like that. Like for those of you who have never been on high blood pressure medication, it's, it's actually kind of scary going through these things. So in regards to that, you know what I went and do? I went and found a support group. So I went on Facebook and I found a support group of people who are going through the same issues that I was. And man, let me tell you, blessed i am blessed because the things that i see on there the people oh my god there are people who are taking four five six medications at one time there are people taking all type of supplements with their medication there are people who have excruciating pain headaches they develop all types of issues. And I'm sitting here thinking, I am complaining about my little issues that I have. Man, it's sad and it's a lot. So what I started doing with this group, you know, a lot of people ask a lot of questions of what can I do to lower my blood pressure? You know, what foods to eat? Um, what fruits, what vegetables? Or what time should I do this? How should I exercise? So I came to the conclusion that I have to make some changes that I have to make some changes and also realize that my body is now trying to get used to taking this medication. I don't want my body to get used to this medication because for one, I don't plan on being on them this long because first of all, I really don't think that I need it because I've been diagnosed based on coming into that doctor's office with that white coat syndrome. Because as far as I've been known and going to the doctor's office, my blood pressure has always been elevated because due to the anxiety of coming there. You know, sometimes I go to the doctor's office and I don't use the elevators, I use the steps. But as soon as you go into the doctor's office, what they do, they prop you down in a chair, make you take your coat off and slap that thing on your arm and try to take your blood pressure and your heart is like at 120 beats per minute. So I really think that they thrive on that. Like they use that to get you to take the medication. But I've always say it's a business. Going to the doctor is a business. Yes, it helps you, but it's not nothing that will take away what you're going through. It will only suppress it, makes you feel good for a while. So you know what Ms. Natural did? Ms. Natural started doing her homework. Ms. Natural bought her a juicer. She started eating a lot of vegetables, started eating a lot of fruits, eliminated salt to much of I to the past to the capacity of I can. Because salt is one of the highest leading things that can raise your blood pressure. So once I started to eliminate salt, so if I do use salt, I use like the pink Himalayan salt. And now I use certain seasoning and 
Um, it only has a little bit of sea salt in it and with other stuff, but it's not very salty. I use that type of seasoning for all my food and it's perfect. Um, I don't do too much of sugar as well. You know, that's something we all do in the house. We don't use a lot of sugar. I can't tell you the last time that I bought a bag of sugar. And um, it's just cutting out those certain foods and um, just maintaining, kind of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So um, once I started to do that, I actually started to feel better about myself. I've been much happier. I wasn't, you know, my anxiety level wasn't at all high considering all what's going on. I've been good. You know, I've had to say, Erica, this is not you. You got to do what you got to do to get back to your old self because I don't like this, Erica. I had to give myself an old pep talk. And sometimes you got to do that. So that's what's been going on with me, guys. You know, I've just been sitting back, getting myself together, and just learning about my body because you going to the doctor... They don't really know anything about you except what you tell them and what, you know, they have in that chart about you. They are not at home with you. They are not in your everyday life. So they don't know. And plus, they have thousands of other people that they deal with on the daily that they got to keep up with. And also what I learned about going to the doctors that you have to ask questions. You cannot rely on them to tell you everything. They may tell you the little basic necessity, but it's up to you to say, hey, okay, if I do this, what will happen? If I take these, will it affect this? Like you have to really sit down and ask yourself, you know, some questions. And so that's what I started doing. So let me tell you guys about the juicer. So about this juicer and um, it works perfect never juiced in my life you know I drink smoothies and stuff like that so now I take the juicer and I juice it at home and what I learned from my support group is um, beetroot juice right beetroots I can't stand no damn beets them shit is red and nasty as hell but guess what I'm drinking them now because I need it it's beneficial to my health so I'm going to tell you guys a recipe that I use in my juicer and it's actually pretty good and maybe you will enjoy it and you can do it too. So I do it every day, at least once a day. If not in the morning, then I will have it in the evening. So I have carrots, mango, ginger, and it's the ginger root. I use a little bit of turmeric powder and I use one apple. Sometimes I may put an orange and sometimes I may put a little bit of blueberries in. And then I will pour a little bit of the beetroot juice in it. Yes, it will be orange. If you like carrots, then voila. But it is very good and it actually works. So that's a, you know, a nice little drink. If you guys would like to do something healthy one day, Madam Eve told you so. <laughs> So yeah, so you, you got to change your lifestyle with all of this. And another, the main thing that I wanted to tell you guys of why I'm getting myself together to get off these medication is because it causes a lot of problems. And one of the major 
factor that it has caused for me that I said, oh, hell no. When it started messing with my indigestion and acid reflux. Guys, I don't know if you remember, but a couple months ago, I was talking about having indigestion at one point. Well, there it goes. That's when it all started. But I didn't know that then. Now, I put everything together. And from being in this support group, I see people go through this and go through that. I put it together according to me, and that's how I figure it out. I should be a doctor because I just keep healing my damn self. Like, I diagnose and I heal myself. I should be a doctor. But y'all don't listen to me, okay? Look, let me fill y'all now the basket up, okay? So, I started feeling indigestion, like my food wouldn't go down my throat. It just felt like something would be stuck in my throat. And then later on, I would get this pain in my chest, mostly on the left side. And if it gets bad enough, it will go back to my back. I didn't know what the hell that was. I thought for a moment that maybe I was having a heart attack or something, but my blood pressure was good. So I wasn't having a heart attack. And I'm like, what the hell is this? So I started reading in the support group it come to find out somebody said, oh, it's acid reflex. It's indigestion. Um, do you have GERD? You know, and I'm like, I've never had that issue before. I've never had it. And I will go and I would take some Tums and it'll help a little bit. It'll kind of put it down, but it would never clear up this part. So I, I used to sit up in the bed at night like this. I used to sleep like this. It was so hard laying down. It was just rough. And I'm like, I don't want to be on this thing if it's going to cause all of this. So I finally talked to my doctor and she wrote me another prescription. Here we go, another prescription. And I said, I don't want to take any more prescriptions. I don't. I said, I do not want to take all these meds. Look, I tell my doctor, I don't want to be taking all this medication. Like, I will fight her to death. And I would tell her, I don't want to take this medication. This is already too much for me to take this. I said, it is causing too much problems. It messes with my bronchospasm. I can't really breathe sometimes. I can't do this. So she writes another prescription for the indigestion acid reflux. And plus, she referred me to um, a GI a gastroenterologist. Okay, well, I will go to the gastroenterologist because I really want to know what's going on here because I never develop any of these things and I do not like this. Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm getting very emotional here because I really don't like it. <laughs> so she wrote the prescription and I never pick it up. I didn't pick it up until I went and talked to my gastroenterologist. So I talked to my gastroenterologist and he was so dope. He was caring. He listened to what I had to say. And very much his agreeance was with mine. The cause, the root cause of my issues was the high blood, the high blood pressure medication. So he wrote a note to my doctor and he suggested that, you know, I be switched, you know, because it was causing the indigestion and acid reflux because it was messing with my breathing. You know, my breathing wasn't as normal as it was. I felt like a stuffed turkey, you know? Like, I just can't, I couldn't really do all that to the fullest. So, and at that time, I had already took it upon myself, which I did talk to my doctor prior, and she told me to go ahead and start halfing up the medication. So, I had told him, I said, look, I have started halfing up my medication, and 
I can actually breathe better. I said, I really think this is the medication that is doing all this. And he said, I really think that it's the medication as well. You know, we need to talk to your doctor about switching. So, you know, in the back of my head, I said, look, hell no, I ain't switching to no more medication. What y'all don't know is I'm about to start weaning myself off this thing. <laughs> so, um, I talked to my doctor and, um, no, before that, the gastroenterologist, he said, take the medication that the doctor gave you for the acid reflex. I went and picked it up. I took it two times. And it worked. It really worked. But that shit worked too fast. I don't like that. I don't even want my body to get used to that because I'm not going to be taking that. I didn't take it. I just dealt with the pain. You know, I, I have a high tolerance for pain. I'm pretty good with pain. Until I, um, someone in the support group, they sent me this, um, like this aloe juice. And um, it had other type of, you know, herbs in it and stuff. And, you know, when I see herbs, I'm, look, that's for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm all for naturalness. So when she sent me that and she said, you know what, I use this and this will help with your acid reflex. I said, okay. I immediately, I ordered it. It was $15 and I ordered it. It came on a Friday, guys. I started with one tablespoon of it. You just drink it. It's kind of like thickish, like, and um, tastes like aloe. I drank it. It went down. And like I say, that was a Friday. I did it two times. I did it in the evening before I ate something. And then I did it at night before I went to bed. And I took it from Friday till about that next Wednesday. And I promise you all, that thing is a miracle. I recommend that to anyone. Anybody out there who's going through indigestion or acid reflux, and it also works if you just have a little stomach bug, if you ate something of the wrong food, it will actually take that out of your system. Let me know, and I will definitely give you the name and information of where you can go and buy this aloe vera juice. Now, I'm telling you guys, that thing worked awesome. And I haven't took my prescription pills at all. Today, I can eat. I can swallow. I'm gaining a little bit more weight. Or shall I say gaining my weight back. Because I was fucking scared to eat. Because the shit would hurt so damn bad. But another thing that I didn't tell y'all that I did. I started taking about a quarter of my pills. I went from half for 10 days and I'm going to go a quarter for another 10 days. Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm back to Model E. I am back. I haven't told my doctor that I quartered it up. She wants me to come see her. But little do she know, I ain't taking no more medication. Because I am feeling back to myself. I'm not having indigestion and acid reflux anymore. I'm not getting any pains. I said I don't think I needed the damn blood pressure medication anyway. It was just every time I would go to the doctor, the white coat syndrome, my blood pressure would be a little high. And high to them was a little bit over 80 for my bottle number, and uh, which is not at risk at all. You know, I've seen some people who are at risk, and that's not me. So, like I say, I believe going to the doctor, it's a business. It always has been a business. And it's a business to help you, but it's not in the business to cure you. 
it's up to you to research, do things the natural way, you know, do some herbs and things of that nature, which is what I will talk about in my next video. I will talk about natural meat, yoni steaming herb and, and things like that. And, um, you know, it's, it's a lot. So that's what I've been doing, getting myself together. And I'm at a point where I'm back. I am ready to grab life by the horns and go. Now, the only thing that I need to do now is get out from under this pandemic, you know, be a little bit more freer, move around and stuff. But other than that, I'm back. But yeah, so just making some lifestyle changes. And even if you, you don't have high blood pressure, you're not diagnosed. Do some lifestyle changes. It helps. Lose weight. If you're overweight, lose some weight. Cut out sugar. I'm telling you, anything white, cut it out. Sugar, bread, anything white, cut it out. It will help you so much. Um, I never really used to drink a lot of sodas, caffeine. Um, the only, now, now that I'm saying this, I knew what kind of took it over. And it was coffee. You know, with me being home, not at work. I'm getting up every morning and I'm drinking coffee. You know, coffee is caffeine, caffeine, and that could cause your blood pressure to spike as well. So I've been drinking a lot of coffee at least once a day, sometime maybe twice a day. So that was one of my reasons too. So I actually cut coffee out for about a full two months. So now when I drink coffee, I drink just a little bit, just enough to get some taste and I probably drink it maybe two, three times a week, maybe. And I exercise, which is my exercise is not that fully exercise going to the gym. I haven't got to that point yet, but, you know, I do a little boxing at the house, you know, um, you know, just, I, I do a lot of walking, you know, I'll take me and the kids, we'll go outside and we'll just walk around the neighborhood and, um, you know, just get that cardio in. You know, that really helps. It, it, it opens up everything. You can breathe and all of that good stuff. So just do that. Do a little exercise and stuff. You know, we just got over the holidays and everything. And we can get back, you know, to our normal life right now. And voila. So I am Model E. Thank you for tuning into the first episode of the E and Friends podcast of 2021. Make sure you follow me on E and Friends Pod on Instagram and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you can't be good, be careful. See y'all next time.